the declutter effect. I'm actually excited for this episode because I get to talk about my first and true love. Is this about me again? Mm, no. <laughs> Not you, but you're definitely up there somewhere in the list of things I love. Yeah, right. But yeah, I want to talk about my first and true love, which is writing. Writing is seriously, in my opinion at least, it's undervalued as a skill that most people either hate or they often take it for granted. But it's one of those things that it adds color, it adds flair, it adds that flavor to life. Technical writing is important and, of course, functional. And journalism will always, always, always have its place in the world, no matter what others say. For me, not just writing as a professional skill, but creative writing as well. That's mm -hmm. what gets me excited. And in digital marketing, we can say that content writing is integral. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, and it propels your entire content plan forward. A simple podcast or a YouTube, if you've recorded one, a script or outline can be repurposed in a variety of ways from just long form content to short form. It can definitely have that what we call the mm. multiplier effect for your marketing funnel. I actually like going through my inbox every morning and reading the weekly newsletter. I remember my dad's or grandfather's version of reading the newspaper over breakfast. Uh, just a sample of the multiplier effect of content writing. Yep. And that's why here in the clutter, we have seasoned content writers that identify with the client's tone and voice of writing. And we were able to develop and train individuals to make sure that we get close to what the client wants in terms of coming up with good content. Again, the focal point of writing as a multiplier for a business. We have a very fresh case, actually. I just finished a meeting with a client where she gave feedback about how we're writing the show notes for her show. We try our best to really be as intuitive as we can to capture that voice, to capture uh, the branding, the essence, how, right, how they convey their message. But there always comes a point for every writer where, you know, they experience what we call the dreaded writer's block. It's that moment where you can't seem to find inspiration even if you go through your routine to prepare yourself, if you ever have any routine. In my case, I prepare myself mentally or if you're a sensory person, you adjust your surroundings to fit your writing mood. But, you know, sometimes it just feels like the writing bug just won't bite and you can't catch a break when it comes to writing. Okay, having said that, I have an important question to you. As a seasoned writer, what are the scenarios wherein you are experiencing a writer's block? First of all, thank you for calling me seasoned, though I don't have a book to my name yet. <laughs> Who knows? Let's throw it out there. Maybe that can be in the cards for me in the future. But good question. What causes writing block? usually is either you've been doing it for a lot, you've been doing it for a long time, or there are just days where you don't wake up inspired. Inspiration plays a lot with creative writing. Are there any instances where you are trying to squeeze a lot of creativity in order for you to make sure that you get a fresh take on your writing task? Yeah, but again, as I said, it's not always 
sunshine, rainbows, and butterflies. Um, there are days where it's gloomy and you just can't find that ray of inspiration. Yeah, and what's worse is that because you don't find that burst of inspiration, what happens mm. is you might end up not writing at yes. all, which yes. is very much frustrating. You just totally abandon your writing role or task for the day. So since writer's block can be frustrating and common challenges for many writers, or even if you're not a full-fledged writer, but you have a writing role as part of your KRA, we want to run through some of the things we do personally or we've seen other people do to try to combat writer's block and help regain the creative flow. Wait, I noticed that you said try to combat writer's block. I think the other one is help regain that flow. And I think it's an important distinction to make since you can only try to help spark that inspiration. You can't really induce it. The same way that you can't force someone to paint or create art if they're not in that groove or in that frame of mind. Ooh, that's very interesting. And I know so because I'm no artist myself, but I do write from time to time. And sometimes if uh, you don't get that writing groove, it'll take you hours to write something that maybe you could have finished in 30 to 45 minutes. Okay, so first thing we've seen people doing is free writing or setting a time for like 10 or 15 minutes and write continuously without worrying about the technicalities of it all, like grammar, structure, or coherence. Just let your thoughts flow naturally and write whatever comes to mind. This exercise is good because it helps bypass your inner critic and jumpstart your creativity. That's a good one. I'm very guilty of this <laughs> since grammar is a crucible for me and I can get really strict and granular with my approach. Like if I don't find the right word, I'm very dependent on using the right word because it gives me that flow and it can drag the process for creativity. So I definitely agree with that one. Another strategy that I think can work for people who are goal-oriented like myself is to set realistic goals. And one way I do this is by breaking down your writing project into smaller manageable tasks. Either it's by section, it's by type of content. Because by setting achievable goals, you're not going to feel as overwhelmed. Then, you know, there are people who are habit stackers like me again, if I may use myself as an example. This next strategy can feel uncomfortable at first. You're going to feel discomfort, but it can also do wonders for your creative process. And I'm talking about trying to change up your routine. Because sometimes writer's block can occur due to a monotonous routine. But by changing up your daily schedule or writing routine, maybe writing at a different time of the day or changing up your activities, trying out new rituals, walk in the morning or walk in the afternoon to create a sense of excitement and at least break that pattern. I want to emphasize that making certain changes can ignite the creative spark. This is very important because it can also disrupt your flow even more. So if you're more of a person that thrives with routines, plans, to-do lists, and order, start with an outline. For me, I find that outlining my thoughts to paint a picture helps present the concepts of message I want to convey. 
a good exercise would be uh, thinking of yourself as a director of a movie to make things more exciting. I think Christopher Nolan, I remember his film Memento where he don't have a clue what's happening in the movie at the beginning and he tries unfolding every part as the movie progresses. So it gives another perspective and excitement that you're going out of the traditional storytelling in making a movie. Well, I have to say, I haven't seen that movie, but I'm going to make a mental note to add it to my list. But the thing I love most about writing is the storytelling aspect. If I may borrow your movie writing example, we're all naturally drawn to stories, whether telling them or listening to them. And that's just what content does. It allows you to incorporate storytelling elements into your content so it becomes more engaging and memorable. I love weaving narratives. I like using anecdotes. And when writing, I try my best to always interject relatable examples. Yeah, because you want to create a connection with your audience and leave a lasting impact. That's the entire point of the storytelling piece of writing. You do want to elicit a reaction from your reader or audience. Ignite a certain type of emotion, whether it's um, negative or positive. And tickling their brains to think about the what-ifs or what could have been when writing. In digital marketing, it's a race to creating engaging content, which is essential for attracting and retaining an audience. Good content writing captures attention. Also maintains interest. Readers will be more encouraged to consume. And effective content writing also has a huge role in creating a memorable brand image and building a loyal following. Which brings me to my last point, and I think this can strike fear among agency owners, mm. especially in the digital marketing and advertising arena, the generative AI. I have to be honest, I went through all sorts of feelings with my first encounter with AI. There were a lot of intrusive thoughts like, is this going to be the ultimate industry killer for writers, artists, and creators? How will this impact digital marketing and its quote-unquote cousin industries or related industries? How will this affect education and true thought leadership? But uh, for now, at least, you know, AI is a helpful tool to give prompts, just prompts, since we still write our material, and even for the majority of our clients. AI is an efficiency driver, not a creativity driver. And so to my fellow pen warriors, so I'm calling you all out. To all my fellow pen warriors, whether you're a professional writer, you write for a living, or you write as a loving or a passion, our final words, embrace imperfection. Perfectionism often contributes to writer's block. It's the dreaded attempt to clean everything up, make everything good. Remember that first drafts don't have to be flawless and editing is a separate stage of the writing process. Give yourself the permission to write imperfectly and focus on getting your ideas onto the page. Let your ideas flow and your creativity shine. And you'll see the rest will be writing magic. That's it for now. Again, thanks for listening. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. 
This is Team Declutter signing off. Take care, stay curious, and bye for now. Declutter Effect.